Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your host, Lisa Drennan, author of Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. Be sure to download your free ebook at lisadrennan.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan, and today we have the beautiful Rebecca Wiener McGregor sharing her healing journey story. She is an amplifier of love and catalyst for breakthroughs. She shares her gifts as a transformational hypnotist and money mindset coach. Something very, very important to all of you out there is money mindset. We believe what we receive, we receive what we believe, and that has to do with money as well. She is committed to helping overworked and overgiving visionaries release old blocks, traumas, and hidden fears to find a deeper sense of self-worth and determination to live life on their own terms while being fulfilled, well-paid, and having loads of fun. It's all about balance, freedom, and fun, just like I share in my book, Forgiving the Girl Inside. So welcome, Rebecca. I'm so honored to have you share on this platform. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing your vision and your time with us. I appreciate it. Yeah. So tell us, what was your life like before you began this this journey of... um, you know, you you talk about your life being a scarcity and lack of um, financial goals, lack of purpose. So what what caused you to realize, what was that pivot point that made you realize, like, I've had enough, this is it, I need to change? We've all got a long and winding road story, right? And minus a few major stops in it, and, um, or major pivotal points. And for me, it was the, the money piece of it really showed up. And it was that I kept bumping up against this limit that I couldn't keep the money that I was making and I was over giving and I was um, under receiving and it was just, it was just kind of a mess. And the way that I was doing that in my professional life, I was also doing in my personal life. And so I had had a history of, you know, over giving in relationships, not asking too much of them, not really having my worthiness. Um, so I was giving, 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 trying to not rock the boat, right. Try not to be too high maintenance, all that stuff. And I didn't have any of my own standards. And then when, when I started my business, that kind of came with me into my business that I just wanted to help people and I wanted to make it work for them. And even if they didn't have a lot of buy-in, I wanted to try to make it work. And as you can imagine, it was a disaster. I mean, I was... It was a disaster on my energy levels and on my heart. My clients, the ones who really were invested in the program, um, invested in, you know, in taking the time and doing the work and showing up for themselves and their sessions and all of that, they did great. And, but I was just trying to do too much for too many people and trying to help people who didn't really want my help, apparently, right? So... Mm. That was, these yeah. are really huge realizations to have. Yeah, absolutely. Cause we want it. We're so desperate to help others, especially if we've experienced something so similar and we've been through and we know the shortcut, but we have to want our own healing. We have to want to get out of that pit. 
And you talk about, you know, just being a hot mess, being, you know, my confidence was a mess and I was looking for someone else to blame. Uh, Can you elaborate more on that? Yeah, I thought, you know, if I just had someone to come and rescue me, then everything would be fine, right? That it would shift everything if someone was just taking care of me for a change instead of me pouring out and not um, not having the person that I was pouring into receive it or care about it because they were in their own gunk. And then I didn't ask for anything in return either. It was like uh, trying to have a relationship where we're both pretending that we can read each other's minds. It's, it's messy. And I had, I had really, really poor standards around what I deserved in a relationship and knowing what I bring to the table in a relationship. And that really was if if you just picked up that old limiting belief system and plopped it in my business, that's what was happening. So I started really working on, Hey, why are my relationships in breakdown? And then I got to a place where I was in a really fantastic relationship. And I realized that my money story was still broken down. And thank goodness I'm married to the person who I Really had that realization in that relationship. He's the sweetest man on the planet. Completely found my worthiness in relationships and then had to find it in my business. Mm-hmm. And that was huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have support, that accountability um, person that you connect with that just really helps see your, your own value, your own worth. What yeah. was the money mindset like before? Were you like overspending? You talk about overgiving. So were you like borrowing money to give or what what um what was that piece about? The overgiving was I'll do your sessions for less than I'm requiring, which was already like really good, really low priced sessions. And um so my work was really it was really being discounted a lot in my head. Mm -hmm. And so I was overgiving. I was staying late. I had a crazy schedule because I was trying to meet the demands of all my clients rather than asking them to, to show up when I was at my healthiest and my strongest. I was doing sessions well into the evening. I would take tiny payments in, um, for, on a session. Then people would not show up. You know, it was just a mess because we know that when we value our work and we value the transformation and the client values the work and values the transformation and makes the investment in themselves by investing with you, that they show up. And even that exchange starts a transformation because they're saying, okay, I'm drawing a line in the sand today. I'm making this investment in myself that things aren't going to be the way they used to be anymore that I'm really going to do the work and I'm going to get myself in a better place. And I'm part of that, but I wasn't asking that of them. I wasn't asking them to step over the line into the new self-image, the new way of being. I was trying to get to their side of the line, right? And make it all so easy and simple for them. And it is easy and simple. And they get to cross the line and do the, and do the work, put in the effort. Yeah. So tell us more about the work that you do with them. What breaks these, these uh, barriers that helps them see things differently? Okay. Um, All of my work is rooted in the idea that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change that beautiful quote by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And my 
work as a hypnotist really focuses on healing trauma. Heal and trauma can, you know, trauma can be all shapes and sizes. It doesn't have to be one moment. Um, it can be multiple moments. It can be moments over a collection of experiences over time that just drill the same stories into us. And um, in hypnosis, which is a very simple, natural state for us to be in, uh, we're in and out of hypnosis many times a week, if not many times a day, in that focused, concentrated state known as hypnosis. I help clients find experiences that are creating the anxiety response or the um, sadness response or the anger response in them now or the limiting belief. And we talk about those experiences in hypnosis in a way that actually um, allows the body to neutralize, to calm down and neutralize the physical and emotional response to that experience, which sets us free, right? Because most of the time when someone is dealing with a trauma from the past, they're getting waves. And I've been there. They're getting waves of emotion from the past unresolved stuff mm-hmm. in this present moment. It's clouding things. It's making the mind race. It's causing physical responses in the body that don't make sense in the present moment. And when we heal that experience, we neutralize, find experience and forgiveness, huge, huge, important piece for that experience. We break the connection between that experience and our physical, emotional, behavioral response. So we get to be in this present moment, in the present moment, making decisions from here rather than making decisions based on what that big tidal wave of emotion is telling us to do. Mm -hmm. And then we get to move forward from there, recalibrating emotions and creating a vision of the life that we want and bringing that into right now and starting it right now. So we don't wait. We don't have to wait to be the person that we want to be. You know, we don't have to wait for Monday to come for everything to be better. We don't have to wait for the new year to come to start being the person we want to be, we get to collapse time and let it start right now. Yes. I love that. The power of now. And so many people will focus on doomsday. Like they'll receive news. Oh, you know, I got fired from my job. I I got sick. This happened. And they focus so much on that and like, what's going to happen where, and the mind starts racing and they have no direction, no clarity. And it's just like, take a big, big, deep breath, breathe in through your nose, appreciate that breath. Focus on now, you know, these are your circumstances, but you can change the outcome, the results by how you're going to think about that situation. It's very super powerful. 100%. um, Yeah. And hypnosis is really big. And and you mentioned using um, EFT, which I'm an aroma freedom practitioner as well. So I'm familiar with the EFT. Uh, Meditation is huge. Journaling. And of course, I know all about this word that I can't pronounce. Ho'oponopono. Yeah. Ho'oponopono. Yep. Yeah, you said it perfectly. <laughs> I've been practicing that since I took the class, and I, I believe I took the class in uh, June of 2019. I had oh, this in this book, and I took the class, and I absolutely love it. Incorporate that in my uh, aroma freedom um, practice. Oh, beautiful! My clients, so it is. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and uh, I've been slowly reading the power of now and just really okay. incorporating. What does it mean to be in the moment? Because we're all designed uh, for a purpose, you know, and we have the purpose and we know what it is, but we are so caught up in the past and the noise and, 
you know, holding on to unforgiveness or what have you, trying to people please in different ways, you know, from whatever our circumstances were. I believe we all have unique experiences, but, you know, we all are on that daily healing journey. So finding that, that what works for you, that, that sweet spot, I guess, is how I want to say it. Just knowing like this clicks, like, you know, the hypnosis, the EFT, this clicks with me. Like I can really use this to focus on my thoughts and captivate them and all of that. So I love that. So how did you choose hypnosis and EFT as your tools to help you focus? I think they kind of chose me. Uh, I'll, I'll skip my long and winding story to get to this point. But my friend at a, that I was working with knew that I had a, you know, a history with um, my education in psychology and health psychology and he thought, you know, what do you know about hypnosis? He asked me one day and I thought about the, the two paragraphs in a psych book that I saw once and that's about it. And he said, I, I think you'd really like this. I think you could really help a lot of people if you, if you looked at this for yourself, because I've been doing some research on it. And he said, do you want to go to take classes with me? And at the time I was dealing with social anxiety and basically hiding from life. And that question just opened up so much for me. He saved my life with that question. And um, it's really funny because I, I like to give him credit every year on the day that I, you know, on the anniversary of my certification. Um, but I had said to him, find us a great teacher. and I'll go to the classes with you. You know, I couldn't do anything without a partner with when I had, was dealing with social anxiety. And he said, okay, he found us a great teacher, well-known, beautiful teacher. And then he ditched me and I had to go by myself, which was totally uncharacteristic at the time. And I did the work before we went to our residency and we worked, we worked with each other to help us heal and be strong for our new clients and to know the power of the healing process of hypnosis. And I walked away from that residency with no social anxiety, with no anxiety. That's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. And that, that, of course, led to me helping people heal their trauma so that they don't feel the symptoms of anxiety themselves. And um, a mentor of mine who was someone that I met years later said, hey, what do you know about EFT? (laughs) (laughs) And then I started to learn EFT and actually combine them, combine the regression with EFT so we can calm the brain faster um, to neutralize that experience faster. So they work together beautifully as well as separately. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a great modality. I think, uh, so Dr. Benjamin Perkis created the aroma freedom technique and, uh, it's based on EFT. He's a clinical psychologist in Binghamton, New York, and Mm -hmm. he found using the power of young living essential oils really increases the process. And he, you know, tried it on his, on his clients, his patients and, saw amazing results and it's like I gotta train people to do this. And I came across it in a in a Roma reset that was introduced to me by a young living um member who used the Hopo Hopono practice with it. And I was like five minutes later is like had such a burden lifted. I was like, what just happened? I need <laughs> right. to learn more about this. I I need <laughs> I need this in my life. And it was just an incredible release of things that I was holding on to. I knew I had to become certified and, uh, you know, it was just really, really incredible that 
all of that took place. So it was, it was a beautiful experience and I'm really super glad that I came across both practices and incorporate that in my aroma freedom. And I also have this ULA, which is like a framework that really brings balance to the seven key areas. And I found that when you can dream, you talked about, you know, what, what's your, what do you want? What's your purpose? And then you, you make the goals, like, this is what I want to do. And that's what it's all about is just realizing like, what is it that you want to do and stop living in this pain so that you can move forward and serve others and help others. So I love that. If you could give uh, one piece of advice to someone currently experienced what you had gone through, what would that be? The first step is to release judgment of yourself. Mm. Just to release judgment. You're not messed up. You're not broken. You don't have to think of yourself in that way. You don't have to think of yourself as a person who can't get their act together. You know, many of my clients march in the door and would say to me, you know, I'm smart. Why am I still feeling this way? Release the judgment. Start to start to observe your emotions rather than judge them as right or wrong, bad or good. Just kind of lean back and notice what you're feeling rather than immediately judging it as bad or wrong or that you should know better by now because you've been through this for so long. Those are really common things we hear, right? So just to release that judgment and connect with yourself because this healing journey, whatever healing journey you choose, whatever path you choose is about rebuilding a relationship and maybe building a relationship you've never had with yourself. Mm-hmm. And to be super loving with that being who's only feeling all those things to try to protect you, right? It's we, the brain stays in those cycles of spinning thoughts and anxieties and depression and grief and anger and judgment and jealousy and all that stuff, because it's trying to protect you from being hurt. It's Mm -hmm. just as simple as that. So when you release the judgment, you can start to look at things objectively, lovingly and say, okay, in this moment is the thought that I'm thinking moving me closer to my goal or further away. Just as simple as that, not right or wrong, bad or good, closer or further away. And if I could choose another thought that would move me closer, what would it be? And then begin that path with yourself with that thought, repeating that thought, replaying that thought, creating a picture of what that thought looks like in your mind. These are things that you can do with by yourself, obviously, in that moment when you realize things have to change, right? Mm -hmm. And being so loving, not saying, not pulling out, the affirmations that you know don't connect with you right now, but creating a thought that gets you a little bit closer. You know, the thought maybe I'm never good enough. I'm so stupid. Why can't I figure this stuff out? Okay. Is that thought moving me closer or further away? Probably further away from my goal. So what could I say instead that would bring me closer? I'm figuring it out. I'm starting to learn new ways. I'm looking at my life in a different way. I have goosebumps. Like somebody is, somebody's hearing this right now, right? And they mm-hmm. are having a moment where they're realizing they don't have to think those old ways anymore. Mm-hmm. They can begin to think, hey, this life is a learning process. What am I learning right now? What can I learn from this moment right now? How can I make that learning feel like a success and turn this situation that was so painful into a moment where I'm actually proud of myself for learning something? 
then that starts to bolster the confidence and the self-worth and self-image. And we can take another breath and another step forward onto the next thought. And I know it took me a while to explain all that, but it really happens in just a few seconds, right? (laughs) Maybe a minute. Yeah. But really, yeah, release that judgment and listen, listen to yourself and rebuild that relationship. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and um, how you um, practice that, giving us, you know, great examples of how we can begin to incorporate that healing into our life. It's just a matter of thinking what you're thinking. I always like to say, if thoughts were a person and came knocking on your door, would you let them in? Right. Right. How powerful our thoughts are. So again, thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you, Lisa. uh, Yeah. And if you're listening on the podcast, tuning into your favorite site or on the YouTube, um, be sure to check the description. You can connect with Rebecca. She is all across social media and the links to um, connect with her will be in the description. So be sure you uh, reach out to her if her story resonated, her modalities resonate with you. It's an incredible thing. I was hypnotized once and it was just, I did it for sleep. It was a beautiful experience very calming. And the breath work is so powerful. Simple tools implemented with the right mentor, the right guide is going to move mountains for you. So remember, it's a choice. You have to want it. You have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for that change. We're all on a daily healing journey. It's a matter of the heart. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside a Matter of the Heart. I am so glad that you were here today and love your support and your encouragement. Please comment. Let me know what resonated the most with you from today's special guest. And if you'd like to learn more about my signature program, SOAR, Seeking Our Authentic Route to Our Highest Potential, I would love to connect with you to see if it's a good fit. In SOAR, I help Christian female entrepreneurs authentically align their passion with their purpose to connect with their soulmate client confidently be able to scale or launch to six figures. Have you pictured yourself as a six-figure entrepreneur? If not, I can help you live your dream instead of chasing it. Visit me at lisadrennan.com or send me an email and let's connect. Let's see if it's a good fit for you. Thank you again for joining today. I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast provide a review. And if you know anyone that this message would resonate with, please share it.